Good afternoon, handy viewers and handy listeners such as you are. Um, we have had another Navigator spoiler and me and my good friend once more, Mr. Connor Rooney. Say hello, Connor. Hello. It's the same way every time. I'm going to zip through um, this new card that we have seen for the seagull. Seagull, Connor. It's seagull. definitely an albatross. It's a seagull, mate, I'm telling you. So, yes, Wonder. Again, this will never be a card read, but where would you like to start? Um... I think we should just go over the kind of general birdness of this card. <laughs> All right. Because uh, it has a lot in common with Frelsey, the uh, Falconer's mascot. Mm -hmm. He's a 5'10 instead of a 5'9 that Frelsey is, and that I believe 8'10 that Dirge is. Yeah. Um, which actually puts it below average in my mind as a mascot walking, because I always think 6'8 is kind of the average mascot yeah. stat. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, so most of the time you won't be giving it a mascot influence to sprint. So five inches is not great, but when you do need to get the 10 inch sprint, it's very good. I suppose you could um, be a 12, 12 inch sprint with full speed ahead for free if you really wanted to use that. Well, we'll yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> I have a thought on that, but, uh, kick one four is, uh, pretty bad. I yeah. believe that is the worst kick stat in the game. Um, yes. With rerolls, that's a 2-4, which is still yeah, not great, yeah. to be honest. I mean, it's better than greed, or, you know. Yeah, it's worse than worse than Frelsey, though. Yep, um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And 4-0, uh, 9 health is below average for a mascot, I would say. You know what, that's nice to see. I'll be honest, yeah. after, sort of, after like Frelsey and Pride and things like that, that's actually quite nice to see that those things are um, aberrants. They're not the trend. So I yeah, get I where you're coming about from. That, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, not not crazy killable. low. No, it's not like um, the six that's on Scum or Farhad. Yeah. Uh, and then one, two influence, which is a yeah. stat I really hate to see. Uh, mm. Because it means you can't charge shoot, which, although it will probably not happen often, is kind of something that might occasionally happen. That will be a bummer when you can't do it. Except you can. Yes. He's got, we'll get he's to got that. a wind finder. Okay, okay. Um, so, back of the, so just sticking to the general birdness, unsurprisingly, we have flying, yeah. and we have the guild rule for rerolls, which actually makes the tack three... Pretty yeah. legit for a mascot. Yeah, this, yeah I was going to say, like, the, the momentous dodge on two, that doesn't seem an unreasonable source of momentum generation in a guild that you and I have often commented looks like they may struggle with momentum generation. Yeah, so I don't think you want to be attacking a 4-1, no. or obviously not anyone with two armor, but against 3-1 no. models or models without armor, yeah. uh, you can hit that pretty decently if you need some momentum. Or just to tackle the ball and kick it away, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think you often give this mascot two uh, influence, but we'll get to that. So the two big, there's really, <laughs> it's a pretty pretty simple mascot. Yeah. Um, and there's kind of just two key things on the card in my mind. And that's fine One is the reverse loved creature. Yes. Um, about their necks, which is obviously a rep, uh, reference that, proves that this is finally an albatross. Uh. <laughs> and, um, 
yeah, so it's it's reverse love creature. It's minus one attack for the enemy for the remainder of the turn, which I, I actually think is significantly better than love creature. I agree. I agree. Um, I really, especially really like for teams uh, like fishermen, where the attack bonus I find was never that big a deal with salt. You 100%. just hit the momentous dodge slightly more reliably. It's like um, you, it obviously you, would have been way bigger in this faction. Yeah. Um, which is, but minus one tack will sometimes be irrelevant when like Phillips coming into you. But mm -hmm. if you've got say someone, the, where it's really gonna hurt is if the bird has the ball and someone misses their tackle and has to take the one damage result and then yeah. can't get the ball because they're minus one tack. Well, what really sort of makes it stand out for me is let's let's say for example I'm I'm playing you, um, and you've got your standard shark lineup, and I hit salt for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, the six influence on shark that you've inevitably done and gone first with isn't yep. going to benefit from loved creature. Um, and then the three influence on siren that you're going to use to seduce me isn't going to benefit from loved creature. So that's nine influence gone. And I know I'm sort of making up an ideal situation, but really that love creature is only going to impact four influence. Like, yeah. That's, that's feels about right. About their next, if I'm playing butchers, it's going to impact each and every single influence I put on the board, potentially. If I'm playing yes. brewers, it's going to impact nine out of the 13 influence that I put down. If I'm playing blacksmiths or whatever it is I'm playing, about their next is going to impact more than the benefits I would gain from Love Creature, if I'm making myself clear. Yes, and what's interesting is this was brought up in the Guild Balls or uh, the Guild Ball Zone Discord okay. uh, with someone mentioning the fact that playing Horizon makes the mascot kill way more worth the effort. Hundred um, percent. And I, I basically I said with someone like Tentacles. Both out. Ah. Yeah. Um, but what's great about Wander is if they do go to do that, they do get punished for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So even a, like an intensify coming off Big Cat is go because it's just damage, or it's not direct damage. It's not anything like that, or and chemical chemical shower I, from from smoke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, not chemical shower because that's oh no, it's play, not character play. Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. And I, I don't know if you noticed the big other big difference between this and Loved Creature, and we haven't seen any Season 4 Loved Creature, so this might not be a difference in mm. Season 4. Uh, Loved Creature doesn't work on parting blows. About their Very next true. does. Very true. So I imagine so, you, as well as I know you, are going to spend a lot of time putting Wanda next to people and then next turn wandering away. Yeah. <laughs> Just in a desperate attempt to get that triggered. Exactly, and just waiting for people to declare a parting blow without thinking about it. Yep, yep, 100%. Um, but we've kind of buried the lead here. There's one... Th th there's a very clear purpose for this mascot, which, um, although it can generate momentum and can move quickly, mm. uh, the one character play on this model is definitely its defining feature. Yep. Uh, and that is Guide, which has a 4-inch range, which is kind of a pain, uh, and it lets a target-friendly model make a four-inch dodge towards this model, <laughs> which yeah. uh, is kind of like a mini uh, Hag Legendary turn, where you, I'll often turn one in Shark, be Hag will dodge someone two, then Legendary to dodge them another two, uh, and you've got a mascot who can kind of do that. Yeah. Now, it's a lot less flexible, 
because you have to be within four of them, and they have to make the dodge four inches towards you, which, as I always find the towards versus directly towards a bit uh, frustrating to measure, but the setup you can get from this on turn one is really helpful, but you can also later pull people back. Mm -hmm. So I think Wander is basically always going to have one influence on, unless you desperately can't afford it, Mm -hmm. because the repositioning you get from a four-inch dodge out of activation is pretty incredible. Yeah, particularly when we've seen, you know, Wave Runner has a four-inch dodge. Horizon has a five-inch dodge. Windrunner has a legendary that can give out four-inch dodges. So as you know, someone who plays a more melee-focused team, um, and particularly you know, uh, a play style which largely focuses around bullying people into a coffin, um, I like to form a scrum. I like you to be in place where my scrum is, I like you to have been knocked down, preferably, and then I'm going to put you in a box and you're going to cry. Um, mm-hmm. Navigators, I may have to leave Casket at home because I can't guarantee where they'll be on not on not their activation, if that makes sense. Um, yes. It's I can't. I just don't like even if I do as much as possible to control you. If your mascot can come in and pull you out four inches, yep. then there's like, no, that's not fair. <laughs> and it's not directly towards, so you can yeah. dodge around people. And it's a dodge, not a push, so it doesn't have to be linear. Um, yeah, so the, 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 this is going to be one that'll take a lot of practice um, for someone yep. who's not used to it, uh, which includes me, because fish don't really have any uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're move all towards effects yeah. Apart from um, outside of enemy up. ones. Jack and get over assault, but that's about. Yeah, that's true. But, but I know you're I not can... a big Jack guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't play a ton of Jack and Salt, but the so two situations that come to mind uh, mm-hmm. where I think this is going to be really useful, and both are turn one because, uh, as we've said on previous episodes, it's kind of hard to judge the mid-game board situation yep. on a body, on a podcast. But one thing I really like about Horizon is since he's worth one VP, he's a very good disruption piece. So if yep. you need a bit more um, a bit more air to set up your turn one goal run when receiving, you can just charge the kickoff model with Horizon. Yep. Um, and if they don't immediately just go and kill Horizon, you can then just pull him four inches back with Wander. Mm-hmm. Which, um, I mean, most things will st- that you kick off with will still threat him. But it does make it a bit more of a pain. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, and this is actually where I think, uh, because I think navigators struggle a bit in the mid game because of their momentum generation issues. So you really want to have a strong turn one, much like blacksmiths rely on a strong turn one to set yeah. a good pace. Uh, and what you can do, and this is kind of my general kickoff thought so far, going with the models we have. So your six is. Wander, Windfinder, Angel, Siren, Fathom, and Horizon. So nice. you kick off with Siren. She walks seven inches up the board. You have three influence on her. Mm. You put three influence on the captain. Yep. You put four influence on Fathom. And then, depending on the board state, two or one on Wander, depending if you need to sprint him or walk him. Yep. So what you do is um, you put the 
the captain goes, sprints forward just for positioning for next turn, and then puts the uh, charge buff onto Siren. So now Siren can charge for free, has a 13-inch charge threat. Then Wander goes, walks up, pulls Fathom four inches forward into cover. Mm. Now, because in Season 4, which is when you'll be playing these guys realistically, um, Fathom starts in cover, four inches up the board, can take a four-inch dodge, and then charge someone ten inches away. Yep. So you've basically got two kickoff pressure models that can pressure the ball turn one, which means you've got about seven influence live plus the three you've spent to get them there. So there's not much dead momentum there. It's not quite as strong as the uh, alloy kickoff ferrite legendary pull iron up turn one that blacksmiths have, but it's still a pretty darn strong turn one. I mean, and it's being enabled by a mascot. Exactly. So there's a lot of... Um, it also, the other thing is when receiving against really oppressive kickoff pressure, like Obulus, yep. you can pull someone so far <laughs> up the side of the pitch by cast dodging them forward and having Wander pull them forward and giving them plus two move that they can probably get halfway up the pitch and just score from there while out of threat range. Boo. <laughs> is what I say to that. Perfect. Connor, any closing thoughts on Wander? <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think Wander is a mascot that defines the team like, say, Frelsi does in Falconers or, um, I'm trying to think of any other ones, but I think Wander's a solid mascot, yeah. uh, which has a clear role, Yeah. and, I mean, it's hard to say no to a 10-inch sprint, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, with ball recovery, well. yeah. yeah, just... 10-inch, as I've seen when playing Dirge, a lot of the time, a ball that you would be able to just leave there, you can't, because Dirge can just fly 10 and kick it off the pitch. Yep, 100%. So, Um, I'm I'm, excited, because Wander is really, really different from Tentacles and Salt. Closer to Salt because of the speed, but Salt's really a striker, uh, and Wander is more of a support piece that actually buffs your team rather than debuffs the enemy leg tentacles. I'm genuinely surprised he's not a 40 millimeter base. Yeah, I was astonished by that as well. Uh, I think being a, being a 30 millimeter base really impacts the usefulness of guide. Um, and it obviously means that he's smaller, uh, which clearly indicates that he's a seagull. <laughs> Um, I think this is a young albatross finding his wings. <laughs> Perfect. Um, excellent, Connor. Thank you very much. We will leave it there. Only a short one this time as it's only a mascot after all. Perfect. Um, thank you very much, folks. And whoever is next, I forget what it said at the bottom of the blog. I've not read it. Um, we'll be back to talk about then, then and there. And until next time, as ever, I need a better outro.